It's Wimbledon, discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted, words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Carry that torch, heat up the game Ain't nobody got that flame Different, different Man, this intro different Man, this intro ignorant And what's good, ladies and gentlemen? You know what day it is, you know what time it is It's another rendition of the one and only D1 in the University Podcast It's your host, the most eating toast, seeing ghosts I'm not Sam Darnold, if you know I am the most Jamal Brown coming to you semi-live From an undisclosed location It has been a terrible weekend for Jamal's sports teams. And we're going to talk about all of it because no one gives a damn how Jamal feels in this bitch. Nobody um, gives two fucks, boy. Not a single one. But to my right, virtually, there is our diversity hire. As of now, he has gotten a promotion because one person has been dropped from the group me. They call him the white shadow. No, we know shadows are not white, but that's fine because he barely counts as one of those anyway. Jesse, what's good? What's good? If I'm a fool, I'm a ghoul. Happy Halloween. Spooky season. Y'all know what it is. And to my left, it is officially his time of year. You know what it is. When they ask him to go on a diet, he says, I don't ride that kind of ride. When they ask him to go on low carb, he says, I only ride high. When they say keto, he says, I've never heard of her. I think she follows me on Twitter. Cool. What's happening, man? Fat Boy is coming up November 1st. Also, in store, coming soon, Fat Boy season hoodies, as well as we finna talk this shit. This episode, a lot is going on in the sports realm and uh, Jamal's rant coming soon. I have a few rants, but y'all will see them on our multiple platforms. Check us out on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, your mama's page. Don't worry about why we on there. If you got an OnlyFans for $5, we'll appear on that too. Thanks. Gotta love capitalism. Hey, you know, sometimes it benefits us. Yo, so I heard about DC dropped a new Injustice movie. And I've officially seen Batman get bitched, and it was hilarious. Wait, so oh the way it, it actually came out in theaters? Nah, it's on uh, HBO Max. You know, Ooh, if you ain't got like HBO that. Max, find someone to steal it from. I shall. Jailbroken fire sticks. Basically, I saw Batman get <laughs> mad and punch Superman in the chest. And Superman just looked at him. He was like, don't be you. Let me see where it hurts, like a child, like a child when they when they fall and scrape their knee. And Batman had to look at bro, man. Why everybody be treating Batman like that, bro? Because he's just a rich nigga playing superhero. I don't want to hear that, bro. Batman is the best superhero there is. I respect Batman because he has no powers. But at the end of the day, why are you trying to punch Superman in the chest? Well, Superman's why? a bitch. That's why. I mean, you can't have all the superpowers. 
I don't like Superman either, but I'm still not. Look, that's like saying I don't like LeBron because he can do everything, but I'm not going to punch LeBron in the chest because I'll bounce off of him like a bullet. I mean, I mean, Batman. Batman holds his own, and you gotta respect that, bro. He hit Superman in the chest, and then he talked to him like a child and say, "Let me see where it hurts." And then he X-rayed his hand and told him, "Yeah, you have to put that on some ice." It doesn't get more disrespectful, bro. If I punch somebody and they say, "Yeah, put your hand in ice," I'm gonna be like, "Damn!" <laughs> and then like, like you Damn. did it, you did it of your own free will, and they didn't hit you back. But That's like at the got. end of the day, how do you even stop Superman? A green rock. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's, that's corny. A rock? Yes, a rock. That's kryptonite, man. And look, I know we've been over this and there are darker Kryptonians. I'm just trying to say for a man who gets his power from the sun, he a little too light for me. He's a little too light. Wow. The thing is, Batman lives in the dark. So hey, he's man, but, Superman but Bane, Bane was raised in the darkness. That is true. That is very didn't, true. But Bane got that work. Didn't see the light, so I was already a man. There we go. But, it, but anyway, that's just some of the things that are on my mind. I don't have any videos that are quite as mentally compassing as we don't need K in the letter in the English language. That's another story. We don't need it. We're going to get back to that one day. It's needed. It looks better than a C everywhere. That's all. That's But aesthetics is not function, and we know that. <sighs> Bro, name I'll one Kathy that you know that's with a C. Name one what? Kathy. A woman named Kathy. One of my cousins. Yeah. I've actually, I've seen Kathy I've with seen, a Kathy. I've definitely seen Catherine with a C. She needs to be canceled. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Catherines with the with the with the K. So I'm saying, dog, you need some K's. Every kiss begins with K. Says yeah, you K. can't you can't spell kiss with a C, bro. Yes, you can. All right, bro. <laughs> yes, you uh, can. Now, it'd be some Mike Tyson in this bitch. You'd be stuttering. It's easily kiss. They make the same sound. We're not here to get into that. Jesse only has to say every kiss begins with K because he's married and he already bought a ring, so he's trying to own up on that investment. Oh yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah, I did. I knocked her up. She's pregnant. He is now. Gross. He will now be referred to as Daddy Jesse or the Daddy Diversity because people like See, alliteration. I like the Daddy Diversity. I'll take that. They call me Double D. I like that. We 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 like those references. We can live with that. So we can, we can look at that. That's before a little Before we get into the show, I like to mention. Happy opening day, y'all. The NBA is back after it feels like it's only been a month. But it's, it's only day. been a month. And hey, man, salute. we're going to get into it because, look, the NBA season has officially started. Where do you think this season is going to end up going? I don't think that the Lakers will be able to put it all together with Russell Westbrook <laughs> in the game too much. I really don't. For, oh, no, 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 the, no. Jamal, oh God! What I have Go to ahead, do this cool. to you? I, I want to hear. It. First, first of all, we know Goat James reigns supreme, and we know if it's one man that can do it, it's LeBron. Facts. Now, yes, now yes, Russell Westbrook might be the most difficult man to work with in show business, 
But if it's one person he's going to have to listen to or he's going to get traded, it's LeBron James. Which is where I think Russell will honestly end up via, by trade deadline. I think he'll be on the block. But you got to think with his salary, you can easily trade Westbrook and get like some good complimentary pieces. But I worry about – the reason I worry about Westbrook and the Lakers is for the same reason we worried about them last year. They have a lack of shooting. And I don't mean that oh. – hold on. I don't mean that as a team as a whole. I mean when the game is on the line and it's crunch time, what's the lineup that's going to be in? It's going to be LeBron, AD, unfortunately, Russell Westbrook, possibly Dwight Howard, and then you might have one other sh- one legit shooter. Right, you know you got to have Rondo out there. Yeah, so you that's not helping what you're shooting. Still playoff Rondo. Still not helping what you're shooting. We saw playoff Rondo last year, and he was oh, real playoff. Okay, that's because he wouldn't. Yeah. He went with LeBron, dude. Wayne Ellington. Yes, so you're going. You're. Mellow. I'm not saying as a whole you don't have shooting, but when it comes to crunch time, you're only going to have one shooter on the floor. Who's who? Who do you gonna? Who's in your uh, lineup? So you're. Are you going? Are you not going to have Russell Westbrook or Rondo in in the clutch for my point guard? No, you're, one of them is going to be in the game. LeBron, I can live with LeBron shooting. Anthony Davis, it's not what you want him to do. But again, I'll live with Anthony Davis. It depends you're on gonna, your matchup. You're going to have another big in the game, most likely, because AD refuses to play the five. Oh, so it'll put AD at the five. AD hates playing the you five. Said, We've been over the last three years. You said crunch time. AD. We'll see. The crunch time lineup. They've already done that before. You don't. You're not gonna have Dwight or DeAndre Jordan at the five. Not in crunch time. Not in your death line. Their no. biggest. Their biggest advantage. Their biggest advantage is their size. They're humongous. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad if they put that. You can be humongous at the end of the game. At the end of the game, that's when you go small. I just that's don't true. see it because at the end of it, do you want? Uh, do you want AD to have to deal with Jokic? I wouldn't mind it. The, I would, I, he can do it. If it's one yeah. person that can do it, he can do it. I would rather anything. not because you want AD for offense. You want AD, AD for offense. The thing is, you can do both. It's not going to hurt hurt him any. It definitely hurts to be, him. To be honest, at the, at the end of the game, Anthony Davis is going to suck that shit up. We keep saying that, and he, he does it. We keep saying, suck it up. He's going to get hurt. Something is going to go wrong. He's going to complain. I just don't see it. It's the lack of shooting in that final lineup. I don't know. Like, the Lakers have – they're pretty deep now in the guard position. So, you have Malik Monk. You got uh, Wayne Ellington. We're going to get Trevor Ariza's back. That will be another person that you're forgetting about. Melo. Who am I forgetting? Uh, Coop. Uh, we got um, so you, you got Baysmore, you got Kendrick Nunn, bro. You got Malik Monk, um, DeAndre Kendrick Jordan. Like, of, Kendrick Nunn's like, knocked out of the contention. Oh, since he's knocked out two days ago. Jamal, how do you feel with, about Kendrick Nunn, man? That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not happy, but I know Miami made their decision. We we straight up said we're gonna prioritize Tyler Hero over Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> So it's going to be 
this is Tyler Hero's make or break year. This is the second unit is all you. You're not splitting it with Drogage. You're not splitting it with Kendrick. This is you. If you do not produce, then you're not the guy. And unfortunately, you will have to go. Kendrick was a great spark plug for us. He's still not a starting point guard in this league, but he's a really good one. So that's what I'm saying, bro. Like for the Lakers, he, he's just gonna be come off the bench and just let it loose. Like have fun. I mean, yeah. Kendrick is going to be out there playing backyard. And he, and he could even be in the lineup where you say that's the end of the lineup. It just depends on your matchup. Like you saw him in the finals, bro. He was letting loose in the bubble. I would say I would say this for sure. They they can easily match up with anybody in the Western Conference now. Yeah, you can go small or big. Well, that. hell, you signed half the da- you ha- signed half the damn NBA. Of course, you can match up. There he goes. You. That's what I'm worried about. For one, the why thing, did y'all sign Avery Bradley? What was the point? Why not? Exactly. Wing, de- not wing defender, but like he can guard, and he already knows the system. He's not gonna last. He's gonna be hurt again. But that's fine. We got five other guards. He's, he's I mean. that, you're forgetting about Tht. That's another person. Coop. Yeah. Six five wing. Like dude has like a seven one wingspan as a six five guard. There we go. Is THT going to be your two in, in Crunch he can Time? Play, he can play the one, two, or the three. Three, three is a stretch. He's, he's a little small it, for – It depends for on where you put LeBron. That's what I'm saying. It depends. Lakers are so that deep at the roster position, and LeBron's so versatile. You can put him through the one and one through the five. So most and likely all, he's going to play the one. And all of this sounds very, very sweet. And all there of it goes. sounds wonderful on paper. But we have to chalk it down to the one thing that is the Lakers' plague, and you never know when it's going to hit. How healthy is Anthony Davis going to be down the stretch? He should be fine. That's what I mean. He should, with the depth. He should, should be, fine. be and he should is. Be he should, should be. Take off and LeBron too. should be and is are two very different things. He, he'll be fine. He'll be fine, bro. Is that is that just your Laker hopeful talking? Jamal, relax. Relax. I'm relaxed. They have one of the easiest schedules. The first 20 games is so super light. The first three games is probably the hardest, and then they're the light schedule from there on out. History tells me one story that has yet to be proven wrong. Well, Anthony Davis's first season in LA was played almost every single game and was totally okay. They it just this is the third NBA season, and the Lakers, you know, yeah, they named the Bucks the champions, and it, and it wasn't even a full NBA season to come through, and the Lakers won a championship. They just announced it the other day when the Lakers won the championship. It's nine. You know how t- fast of a turnaround that was? Yes, considering my team plays in NBA, too. So you're trying to tell me that Anthony Davis and LeBron, they didn't come in shape, bro, so, like, they were – so you got injured. They both got – injured. Uh, they would have beat the Suns if LeBron and AD were healthy. You can I agree. Throw, I, I, fully, you can, I, I agree. You can throw if, ands, and buts to every scenario in every sports world game in history. They didn't win. It didn't happen. AD gets hurt more often than not. And we will see. So, I know y'all think we forgot about it. We got a little off track because I'm surrounded by two people who are willing to jerk off LeBron at a moment's notice. But we didn't forget about you, Ben Simmons. 
Uh, that's why my background is my background is just in time. Right? <laughs> we did not forget about you, Ben Simmons. Bro, Ben Simmons Report- gonna beat your ass one day, bro. I'm gonna call Kyle. I'm gonna call Kyle Lowry. He don't want no smoke with that. It's been proven. Facts. Call so, Jimmy Butler in this bitch. So we've seen the reports today. Doc Rivers asked Ben, "Hey, I need you in this defensive drill." He said, "No." I need you in this defensive drill. No. Ben, if you don't want to participate, you can leave. He dropped the ball and left. Is this is this the JV? With what, a cell phone, this? with an iPhone in his pocket, bro. In his pocket, playing half-heartedly in any of the drills. What is wrong with this man? What? what why? Why, did, why is he doing this? Rich Paul has to be pissed. Nah, so this is crazy because this was not in Rich Paul's plan. But this is what happens, man. Like, if you're Ben Simmons, the thing is, show up to training camp, do what you're supposed to do, and keep it moving. But this is also the 76ers' fault. He does not want to be there. Get his ass out of there now. Because this is going to get very bad. They keep JR situation. Remember he threw that soup at the coach and they he said, "JR, just go home. Just tell that him that nigga go he home. did throw soup at the coach. Just, just go home. If you don't want to be here, bro, like as a coach myself, I would slap the shot of Ben Simmons if he came to my practice with a phone in his pocket. Bro, you're a professional athlete, making thirty million a year. Shut your bitch ass up and go practice. Is that a quote by by Coach Dyer? Shut your it's bitch a very, ass up. It's a great quote. Apple watches, phones, turn them bitches off." Or take your ass home. We bro know. literally, bro literally was in practice with his cell phone in his pocket. Even oh, that's legendary. That's legendary. Even Joel Embiid is saying, look, it's not my job to babysit Ben Simmons. Whatever he does, that's on him. I love that quote, bro. He, he, he's the only person I know who will keep it real, bro. To a fault. To a fault. To a fault. To a fault. Joel Embiid says it how it is. Even if it's the wrong thing to say. <laughs> but I mean, like, bro, as a teammate, Jamal, like, even though y'all didn't get along, how would you feel if someone came to your practice, you're trying to win a championship with no, a phone I in his pocket, just dribbling the ball? I would be pissed, too. Look, we've all played the game, and we've all had teammates we did not like. But we've all had teammates we did not like, but they were talented and they were good. So you're like, look, if you show up, don't talk to me and put the ball in the basket. I won't say nothing to you. But now you're not shutting up nor putting the ball in the basket. So we oh, have man. a problem. And like you can't act like he would you you that he ain't the issue, bro. Coop has the picture up to prove it. You you didn't take a layup, bro. Literally, we're in this position because Ben Simmons was the only person on the Sixers who didn't do their part in the Eastern Conference Finals. Exactly. I mean, in the, we, uh, the semifinals. We know he was the problem because he hasn't gotten any better since the day he set foot in this league. He He's a good player. He's, he's not a bad. That's not what, that's not the issue. It's the issue is you can't shoot. You, it's not, we don't even know that you can't shoot. You won't shoot. I would, I would, I would say this on the defensive end, he's gotten hella better. Still an all NBA dude potential defensive player of the year type of guy. Offensive end, his offensive game is not matured. 
damn, damn, AD catching the alley oops and shit. Yeah, this game's gonna get ugly. But uh, that's, that's the whole thing about Ben Simmons. You're a seven foot athlete that plays great defense, and that's what makes me more mad because defense is effort. That's all defense is is effort. And but my try. thing with Ben Simmons is you can at least shoot. If you're not a good shooter, shooter, you can at least shoot seventy percent from the free throw line. Yep. That because is, uh, because at least at least that'll make teams not want to foul you as much in clutch games. If, well, if we can resort to hacker Simmons, you're 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 useless. If your you're coach useless. has to take you out of the game in the last two minutes and you're a star, that's a problem. That's you're on a, problem, a max, and you're on a max deal. You're the starting point guard, and the show runs through you. That's a problem. It's it's the biggest problem in basketball. Well, we will keep drills. Go do some fucking free throws. Something. Yeah, that's piss poor, bro. We will keep y'all updated on the Ben Simmons era and everything that's wrong with it. I hope he goes. I hope he goes to the Magic and just has a fucking horrible time. There is the the Magic. The Magic and Sacramento's rosters are fucking abysmal. Like, what direction is this team going in? Down. That is the direction. So we'll keep you. We'll keep y'all updated and let you know if any more stupid news happens, which it will, since he's been suspended and he is uh, not playing in the first game in the season opener tomorrow. So we'll see. But we have to move on to our next topic, because even though it is opening day, y'all know what pays the bills. It's still football season. And the NFL is just as dramatic as the NBA, because things just keep happening. We can go back to Monday night where uh, I hate the culture behind quarterbacks and now I hate Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Okay, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Is this because is this because of the terrible quarterback sneak? Yes. It's all because <laughs> of one play. That shit was ass, bro. I'm no count. Josh Allen, you're 6'5, 240. You are literally bigger than everyone on the field who does not have their hand in the dirt. You're bigger than every linebacker. You're you're probably bigger than your center. And you can't fall forward for half a yard? Half a yard. This Can we stop coddling the quarterback position? I know how important they are. And I know that you you're, there's a huge drop-off between QB1 and QB2. We're going to stop acting like these quarterbacks are not monsters of human beings. I don't care how unathletic they are, how slow they are. They're humongous. Act like it. I hated seeing guys. I I brought it up last year when Phillip Rivers was still playing. Like We all know Phillip Rivers is slow as shit. But when you think about it, Phil was 6'5", 230. That's a big dude. If he wanted to lead block, you'd move out the way. You'd move out the way. Big Ben is the same thing. Big Ben might be 6'6", 260. He's a left tackle. Big Ben could be a left tackle. But we still act like they're so fragile. And we, we get so surprised when they do something athletic or they make a monster play. They're the biggest dude on the field. He's supposed to make a play. Bro, this nigga's mad as fuck. <laughs> and the, the crazy part is like, this is one of the few times I fully agree with what Jamal is saying. 
It's true. Quarterbacks are the biggest, one of the biggest players on the field. It should be at least. Like we we get there are exceptions to the rule. Like Kyler uh, Murray is not a big dude. Russell Wilson is not a big dude. Lamar Jackson is tall, but he's not a big dude. Um, Tua isn't really isn't tall nor big. Baker is um, small. Baker is short. Baker is stout, but Baker is short. Yeah, he's stout. Yeah, bro. Two, we, speaking of Tua, bro, he's done. <laughs> His nigga's watch. done. done. <laughs> His nigga's done, bro. Hey, man, Jacksonville's gonna have to change their home, their home uh, city Ooh. to London, bro. That boy that ain't to out here catching lobs, dog. Mm. Trevor Lawrence looked looked good for the first time all year. Oh, it. it we're not ready to put the pin in Trevor Lawrence yet because he does play in Jacksonville. So it and is. his coach could care less. <laughs> his coach is trying to get fired to this day. Imagine, imagine going from Dabo Sweeney to Urban Meyer. Mm. Well, tough. the way, well, the way Dabo is looking right now, it's about the same. And even, if, even then, Trevor Lawrence. Is a big dude, six five, six six, probably two thirty ish. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, I, he's not small at all. He's the best big dude. That's a big dude. We, and I'm saying offenses, it would it would make your offense so much better if you just ran your quarterback. Not a lot. I get it. Every quarterback is not Lamar Jackson and doesn't need to carry the ball 10, 12 times a game. I understand that, but look. If you have, if your quarterback is a decent athlete, the zone read works at every level. Every level, it's been proven already. It does. It does not for long, but it works. Yes, but we you don't have to use it often. The less often you works, the more effective it is. Well, you want to use a good, a good example of how big a quarterback can be. Look at Cam Newton. Cam is four, two fifty five. That's that's essentially if Chase Young was was the starting quarterback. It's yes. like LeBron. It's like LeBron being out there. Yeah, you're trying, you're trying to talk to LeBron. Yes, and the guy that can bomb the ball sixty yards down the field on the money. And look, and we're not saying you need to play your quarterback like Cam Newton because the Panthers tried to kill him. I'm just saying, from a, a personal experience, look at the Chargers. My Chargers got hold out by the Ravens last week. It wasn't even funny how bad we got beat. We could get <laughs> no offense going. Our uh, defense, our defense ain't stopped the run all year. I'm not and shocked bro, about that. They let, they let Le'Veon Bell score a touchdown. <laughs> they let Le'Veon Bell run a touchdown. We also let Clyde Edwards-Hilaire with score a touchdown. We ain't stopped the run all year, so that, that doesn't shock me. But you know what would help? The offense so much. Here we go. If we ran a zone read with Justin Herbert two, three times a game, that's it. He's not, he's athletic. He's not, he's not a Lamar Jackson. He's probably not even Josh Allen, but he's not slow. He runs a mid four five, high four five. He's he's not the fastest, but he can outrun the average linebacker in this league. He can do that. And you know what? That's an honest seven yards slide. It makes you respect it. If we could do that, maybe we don't get beat by thirty. We might get beat by fourteen. I would say they... with I would say with with Herbert and Eckler, that would be a pretty good. That would be a pretty good uh, 
a pretty good zone read. And look, just just a few times a game. It doesn't have to be a lot, but a little can go a long way in the NFL because you have to account for it. If you don't have to account for it, then you don't worry about it. That's fine. Well, the thing that I saw with the Chargers is, man, it's 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 really stopped the run. And there's no way, like the Baltimore, we was fucking playing nickel all game, just locking y'all up. Like, well, like Williams we, was just is Williams hurt? Yeah, Williams has he was a game time decision. His he's having knee problems. He's he's had knee problems for his entire career. So but he was out there, and if you're out there, you're healthy. So I don't, I'm not using that as. Yeah, a, I mean that's that's the that's the mantra, bro. If you're out there, you're out there. Look, it was just a bad week. We lost our starting right guard last year. He tore to last week. He tore his ACL. It sucks, but it happens. We got beat, but I'd rather get smacked in week six than week sixteen. Facts, because yeah, y'all division is gonna come down to that last game, bro. So it will. Not not too worried about it. We had the toughest five-game stretch in all the NFL. The NFL did us dirty with this damn schedule. I'm going to have a talk with the commissioner about that. But, hey, look, at the end of a five-game stretch, we're uh, three and two. We're ahead of our division by a whole game. And overall, we're four and two. I'll live with it. I'll take it. It could be worse. Okay, Hey, man, it could be worse, bro. Your uh, your head coach could have emails pulled out his ass. We could. Or you. Or your head coach could refuse to fly back on the on the plane. We could. But moving could on to worked, another bro. to the other most exciting game of the weekend, I think we learned two things. We may not like it. We don't want to admit it. The Cowboys are very real. They are. They 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 and are. The, Makes me want to throw up. Hell yeah, that shit is fucking abysmal watching that shit. Cause it because I was I was I was determined the damn Carolina Panthers was gonna beat them. Then I was determined that the damn Chargers was gonna beat them. But the Chargers just have to have twelve fucking penalties in a game. Makes me want to throw up. Jerry Jerry yes, Jones shoes. bought that last penalty. That last penalty wasn't supposed to happen. But I digress. Moments in the past. But we learned two things. The Cowboys are real. Mac Jones looked pretty good. He looked Mac, okay. Mac Jones is looking pretty good and. The sad part in in the he's had six starts in the NFL. He's already the best Alabama quarterback in the last twenty years. <laughs> he's that, already that's not that's that's not saying much, but um, it's not. That's the funny part. Okay, um, the, the only thing I see with the Patriots is you need you need to get a legit number one receiver. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure you're going to do running back by committee. But uh, this offseason, the only thing I see the Patriots need is a legit number one receiver. Um, the Patriots should have won that game. Um, at the end of the game, I will say this. Why are you playing cover zero at the end of the game, number one? Number two, Mills, you give up inside leverage when CD's running a slant route, and then you jog with him on the slant route. That's an automatic fucking touchdown every time. CD was- got his ass for two touchdowns that game. It was piss poor as effort in that secondary. Yeah, that, that was that was piss poor effort in that secondary, bro. And I cannot stand it. One thing I can't—I I played receiver, but one thing I cannot handle. One thing I do not stand is a sorry DB. Oh, I hate—I hate sorry DBs to the death of me, because you see everything happen in front of you, and sometimes the receiver is going to make the play. 
But foot, defense, the defensive side of the football is literally effort. My, my thing is this, bro. What is CD Lamb's go-to route when he's in that slot? He, if you're in cover zero, he's in that slot. He's running a fucking cross route. And Why would you play five yards off and give him the inside leverage? If it's cover zero, you cannot give the inside leverage. And as of now, as of week six of the second year of his career, CD Lamb is the number one receiver in Dallas. He yes, just by far. Oh, for sure. He's the number one receiver. Coop is there to be a mentor and to feel kind of like that AJ Green role in, in uh, Arizona. It's like, I ain't what I used to be, but I ain't no slouch out here. Don't. But don't the crazy thing that. is, Amari Cooper, bro, is only 27 years old. He shouldn't be, he shouldn't be in his decline. He's not in his decline, but it's all in his demeanor. So, Coop just look like he don't care half the time. Be chilling, dude. And it's, nah, I'll take this day off. It's just something about those Alabama receivers. They're just all kind of quiet. And, I mean, he's he's on pace for another thousand yard season, bro. Like, and he he is he's quietly producing, but it it's very evident that when they need a third down, it's third and seven. The ball's going to CD Lamb. Yeah, I mean, CD Lamb can run any route in the route tree. Um, he's a pitcher perfect receiver. Um, he's just physical enough, and he has extreme athletic abilities. The footwork is phenomenal. Um, he's, he's he's really the key to their offense. He's just a more athletic and explosive receiver that Amari Cooper is not. Amari Cooper is what they nickname a spot receiver. He gets open. No, there, there's not too many people who can stop him one on one. He can. He's beautiful about oh, oh, his, press. Oh, his routes. Are, his routes are beautiful. He's a he's a top five route runner in the NFL. But the thing about him, he's not going to run away from nobody. He's not going to shake anybody. He's just going to catch the ball, and he's probably going to be down where he catches it. He's a spot where you catch where he catches it is where you're going to spot the ball. There's nothing wrong with that. But CD just gives you more dynamic aspect to your offense and that's what the Cowboys want and need. That's facts, man. Shit, CeeDee Lamb is on pace for a fucking first team all pro. And who who's uh who's out for them right now? What was that guy's name? Gallup. Uh, Gallup. Gallup. Gallup was gonna leave after this year anyway. Someone's gonna overpay for him. No, what's his name, bro? There are other receivers. Number one, he's oh, solid, bro. Wilson is the is the dark horse. No one he's saw solid. Wilson but yeah, for sure. Like there, since Wilson is emerging and then Schultz is emerging, they're definitely going to get rid of. Um, they're definitely going to get rid of uh, Gallup. And honestly, they would have gotten rid of Cooper if they hadn't paid him already. Yeah, the way the way I see the Cowboys going, only thing I see them need to them need to work on in the offseason, they're just going to have to bulk up that offensive line. Um, it, it's time it, to just let Tyron Smith go. Yeah. Um, Lyle Collins should be coming back. Is it this week? Is this week? This this week he's been first of all. Lyle Collins. This man had it was originally a two game suspension. (laughs) This nigga bribed the drug testing people (laughs) and gave him four more weeks. Look, we we all know you got to have a criminal record to play for Jerry, and Lyle just took it a little too far. 
a little further. He didn't talk to Jerry before he did it. Salute to Lyle Collins, bro. He turned Jerry, the two-game suspension into a six-week suspension. You Dude, know what uh, happened? You know what happened when Jerry found out Lyle got suspended? He called him to his he called Lyle into his office and said, Collins, I thought we talked about this. I do all the bribing. I, I can get away with it because I'm Jerry Jones. You're nobody. You work for me. I do the bribing and no one gets in trouble. Lyle Collins. But you took matters into your own hands and see what happened. So what are we going to do? We're going to listen to Big Daddy Jerry next time. Now go on back to your lock. I done already paid your bail for what you did last year that no one knows about. Hey, man, Triple D. It's the Triple D, bro. It whenever, just, they, whenever they pick up a Dallas Cowboy, it's like, bro, we don't even take him to jail. We just call Jerry. We just call Jerry. He has the number of every <laughs> bail bondsman in every police department. In bro, what, uh, what Cowboys do player just got arrested for uh, driving under the influence? He had a DUI? Oh, that's nothing. That's a regular Tuesday. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, bro, he... Man, don't don't even take him to loose there, bro. Just take just just go ahead and take him to the star. Yeah, just he just gonna run a few extra gassers. It ain't nothing. Hey, boy, the cop gonna pull him over. Talking about oh, plus hey, here's the here's the thing. Going, the Cowboys. First of all, the Cowboys are known on bye weeks. Oh, Zeke is gonna go crazy. Like Cowboys on bye weeks, never. <laughs> Cowboys might be the only team who don't deserve a bye week because they be you going can, nuts. You can catch Zeke at Bottle Blonde this weekend. Be hanging out with Des. Yeah, bro, bro. Zeke literally was at Bottle Blonde, and then that Monday night fumbled what, like four times. <laughs> before, before we move on from from the NFL, I have to I have to ask Jesse, is your heart okay? Are you are you doing all right? Because your Vikings, your Vikings be tested. I'm over. It. I'm so over it, bro. I want to like go out in the traffic. And just run into a semi truck. Whose fault is it this year with the bike? Oh, I think it's Mike Zimmer, bro. It's time for him to go. <laughs> it's time for and, Zimmer and Kubiak to go, bro. Our offense, bro, is not Kubiak. Why don't fire that boy Kubiak? And and you know what, Jesse? It might be time to move on from Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I agree with that too. He's he's productive when he's out there. Yeah, Hell, bro, he, bro, you know how much money you paid Dalvin Cook? What? Like, I don't know, man. Or maybe I don't, wait, maybe Patrick. Wait, Dalvin Patrick Peterson is on IR. Yeah, he got he he got hurt somehow. I forgot what exactly got, what it was. He got hurt last. He got hurt in the game. I want to say it was oh, a shoulder, okay. hamstring, hamstring. Yeah, that was tricky. Yeah, like, damn. Irv Smith is on IR. Irv Smith broke his foot, didn't he? Or some shit. He's out for the season. Yeah, yeah, damn. He tore his knee up. Shit. Jesse, I see Dalvin Cook kind of like the Melvin Gordon situation we had to deal with. Look, you love him when he's out there, when he's out there. And it's not always a season-ending injury, but it's just those little, bro, you, it feels like, you're, feels like you're always missing two weeks, three he, three weeks here with a shoulder. Little yeah, like he's, he's never – well, I'll say he's played four games, 11, 14, 14, and then he's missed two games so far this season. Oh, I don't know. I can't be mad at him. Bro, it's really – we're not dynamic, bro. And our offense is so predictable. It's not fun to watch. You, you got two – How is your offense not dynamic, field, though, bro? Not you, dynamic, you bro. Got, 
Bro, I'm looking at your depth chart right now, bro. You it's got two good, you got two good running backs. You have you have a decent crop. You have Jefferson, Thielen, Osborne, Westbrook, Smith. Like, bro, you, bro, you got you got enough. No, we you don't. got we enough. Players, now listen. We have the players. It's the game plan, bro. It's <laughs> so <laughs> Rashad Breeland. I'm done. <laughs> it's old, bro. Everything's old. It's, we need somebody, and we need someone new in hip. I wouldn't be mad if we fired him and brought in that guy from KC. Uh, the the yeah. office coordinator, office yeah, coordinator, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's he, he's real good. See, that's I love him. Well, you've already heard from three different fans. The Vikings need some new blood. Chargers, it hurt, but we'll be all right. We got knocked down. We didn't get knocked out. The Ravens are arguably the best team in the AFC. Especially after, especially after Josh Allen was Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, that's but but now we know we know the blueprint on how to beat the uh the Bills because like at the end of the game that's just piss poor. If you're the head coach of the Bills, that's a terrible play to call with with Allen. Like I I don't know where he was going with that. I disagree. The, the QB sneak is a good play, but it just has to be executed better than that. There's no excuse for that. I don't care. This poor. This boy. So, we're going to have a little fun. We've been too serious for this show for my liking. So, Coop was excited about this. We are going to get into something that I don't think we've done before. And if we have, I don't care. We're going to do it again. So, we're going to get into, if you could make one movie or TV show disappear, which one would it be? Coop, Bro. you're excited about this. Where are you at? Flapjack. Dog. What should should have never been invented, bro. That was just absurd. Flapjack was fired. He just wanted some candy. And look at everything that he had to go through to get to it. Okay, look at everything SpongeBob has done to get his license. Bruh, some of the gruesome images of Flapjack? It's just an animation style. It, it was weird. Yeah, Flatjack was great. I attribute Flatjack to the Zan era. <laughs> the Zan era? I, I think I, it was I'm before throwing, that. I'm throwing, I'm throwing A's Flatjack. That, that, I'm, I'm putting it out there. Everybody can hate me if they want to. I don't I don't dislike Flatjack at all. But if it didn't exist, you If it didn't exist, I'd be all right. I, I'm, I don't like that. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like it. I don't like it. Jesse, Jesse, where you at? Well, what's that show with the meatball shake and fries? Bro, you don't what's like Aqua Force? Nope. Get rid of it, bro. That show was weird, bro. Everything on Adult Swim was weird. No, bro. That was over the top weird. Nah, there. Mike Tyson had a had a cartoon solving mysteries with a pigeon, like it was Scooby Doo. And that's where you want to draw the line at a meatball, a talking meatball. He was he was meatwad. Meatwad can go home. And one of the greatest theme songs of all time. Bro, they're making a MF Doom, baby. MF Doom. Was that MF Doom? Yeah, MF. Um, MF Doom came out with a yeah. MF Doom was the Aquatine Hunger Force theme, wasn't it? We we you know what. That's no, but, have... no, but MF Doom had a song called Aqua Team Hunger Force. That, that's why we have Google. Hey, yo, Shit. I know this dude, right, Carl? Yeah, MF, man. Carl, who wore tight blue sweats, but who? 
is so too tight. All he had upstairs was a crude light. You think that's weird? He lived next door to a food fight. It says it's by someone called Schooly D. Okay, so Schooly D didn't have the theme, but MF Doom had a song called Aqua Teen Hugger Force. And it was fire. It was better than the theme. Doesn't matter. Just you don't like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and I'm upset about that. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. Didn't like. Um, you're a hater, bro. Both of y'all are really haters. We being honest. Now I got to think about what show did I really just not like. Oh, you can't think of one show. You know what show? I wish never existed, and I honestly didn't even watch it. But I wish it never existed because of everything that came along with it. I wish the Bad Girls Club never. Oh, I'm sorry, not the Bad Girls Club. I wish the Real House. No, Club no, include never that existed. shit too. Include that shit too. Include because that bullshit too. All of these damn reality shows are the exact fucking same, yeah, and they this... all they all stream from Flavor of Love, which was fire. I, I was in fifth grade rooting the fuck against New York for whatever reason. I don't know nothing about them women. No, but you but, know who really started the reality shows was uh was the real world. Yeah, but the that was back when MTV had real shows. That was grimy because but they remember BT did the College Hill. They tried College Hill. We they gotta bring that back. They gotta bring that back. I, I just I, I can't see it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't see it happening. BT not run by black people, they're owned by Viacom. I I, I don't know. <laughs> BT ain't been run by black people over two decades. But all <laughs> of these stupid reality shows, The Housewives of Atlanta was one of the worst things ever. It was entertaining. Entertaining. But it didn't need to exist. It, it, it just, it did so much dumb thing. Now, y'all gonna look at me crazy when I say this. I'm not afraid to admit it because, Jesse, as you know, when you're spending time with your girl, you get forced to watch a few things you by yourself would not watch. The Bachelor is pretty damn entertaining, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you know it's one show I would really hate to watch? Watch what? It's the Challenge on MTV. I want to blow my brains out watching that show. What is The Challenge? I don't think I've even heard of that. Bro, I hate that show. I hate it so much. Check what, it out, bro. It's so annoying and Candace loves to watch it, bro. And I hate it. I, I leave the room when she watches it. All right, I can't deal with it. <clears throat> oh, another show that shouldn't have been, bros, Teen Mom and 16 and Pregnant. Fucking yes. hate them shits, bro. bro. Why did we feel the need to put that on TV? Why did we it, need to put the idea of being a teen in anyone's idea bubble? That shit was ass, bro. That shit made American culture just take 50 steps back, bro. Because it's just, why... They, they're like, trying like, to show like they tried to show yeah it's not easy it's hard we shouldn't be teenage mothers but at the same time you still put that shit on tv you still put it on tv and it's like bro we only america turns people who've literally produced failure into celebrity and now like, people talk about oh they, their kids are so grown up now well no shit their parents were only in high school yeah bro like literally Literally, and then you're going to look up the mama, the mama, the grandma, and the child going to all be in the club together because they just look, 15 uh, years, 15 okay. years, and 15 years apart. Look, I, I don't remember what comedian said this, but I'm going to keep quoting. If you are 32 and you are a grandmother, 
something has gone incredibly wrong in your family. Yeah. I say this, bro. If you're under the age of 40 and you're already a grandmother, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? If your aunt and uncle is in the same school as you, that's a problem. Damn, that's a problem. bro. Damn. That is a problem. But we're, we're going to move on from that because we can talk about that all day. We have an interesting theory for y'all. It's usually Eric that comes up with the dumbass theories. So we got the next best thing. We're going into college football right now. And Jesse, our local fan of the Sooners, has some things to say. Jesse, the floor is yours. Hear me out. Taylor Williams, tremendous talent. Mute his mic. Takes over the Sooners, right? In the Red River shootout. Comes back and brings brings the excitement, the excitement factor, right? Since then, he has dominated, hasn't turned the ball over once in a small – I will be fair – in a small sample size. However, since then, they've had that excitement factor, and they have been getting all the primetime games. With primetime games, you get eyes eyes and ears on the TV screen, right? So, with those eyes and ears, more people are watching. If Caleb Williams – here's my bold prediction – Caleb Williams keeps playing the way he does. He, he can have one or two turnovers and dominate Oklahoma State and goes to the Big 12 championship game and does what he did did against TCU. He will win the Heisman Trophy. Are you done lying to the world? <laughs> I spoke straight facts. Oop, rebuttal. Ain't no way in fuck you can take over a team midway through the season, play six quarters, and then win Heisman. Bryce Young has this Heisman sewed up, down, round, and fucking round. You've got to be kicked, He has no excitement factor. There's not one player in college football right now that you can say right now is the Heisman Trophy winner. This it's is the not, but there's, no, no, no. there's he one I noticed going has it locked up. There was one, but his team is, is shit now, and that's the Longhorns. He's not wrong. He's not Bro, wrong. there's no clear-cut best player in the NCAA this year. In fact, this is actually going to be an interesting draft on how they analyze everything. But I can tell you right now, off of six fucking quarters of football, I know who's not going to win the damn Heisman Trophy. And if if, if you want to be uh, if you want to be real about it, with this sample size, B. John Robinson still has a better chance to win the Heisman Facts. than Caleb Williams does. Bijan Robinson could be the first player to win the Heisman, and his team is not even ranked. And will Bijan get to win the Heisman? No, no, no idiot should tell you that. But at this rate, since there is no clear cut favorite, I think he still gets the invite to New York. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if he if he leads the league in rushing touchdowns and or rushing yards, because the the dumb thing about the Heisman is they associate their team success with the Heisman, which at the college level is un it is unfair. Uh I remember they took they took Colin Klein out the Heisman uh the Heisman race when he was at quarterback at K State because they lost to OU. Like dog, he plays for Kansas State. They're lucky to be in the top 10. Coach Snyder ain't been successful at K-State since the 70s. I'm exaggerating because Coach Snyder is just old as shit. But he got knocked out because he lost lost one game 
and got put out of title contention. I mean, got put out of Heisman contention. But the thing is, bro, you can't, there's not been one time that you can think that a quarterback was in the preseason Heisman as Spencer Rattler was to get benched. And the guy behind him comes out and plays the way he's doing right now. But we've seen the backup quarterback come out and be much better than the starter more times than any of us can count. We're going to forget that's how Trevor Lawrence became Trevor Lawrence because uh, what what was Clemson's quarterback, the black guy? Kelly? Uh, Kelly Bryant. Kelly Bryant was not a bad quarterback. He wasn't, bro. He wasn't. They hold Kelly. They hold Kelly Bryant so damn bad, bro. Was it a hold though? Because Trevor Lawrence was obviously more a better quarterback, and obviously ended up being more successful. I didn't think he was that good, Kelly Bryant. Kelly Bryant was not bad. He he was better than uh what Spencer Rattler showed. I guess. You know, you know what's crazy to me. They hyped up Rattler to have this big ass cannon of an arm. I've yet to see it. Yet to see it. I've yet to see him throw a deep ball that's been any good. I've said it one time about Spencer Rattler. I'll say it a million times. Why didn't we trust the top quarterback prospect out of Arizona? Never met. A, I've never met a quarterback from Arizona. Never. I haven't either. That should have been red flag number one. Quarterbacks come from California. They just do. I, I can't explain it. I don't know how. I don't know why. Quarterbacks come from California. I would say you either, you, you find a good quarterback in California or Georgia. Most of the time in Texas or Florida, teams are just going to put their best athlete at quarterback, which, and just, is actually gonna, which is actually going to be pretty hard. We're trying to run like a pro-style type offense or something like that. And then they just hope and pray they can throw the ball. It's better than what Georgia Tech does. They just get a bunch of running backs to say, which one of y'all can throw to further? you the quarterback now. Bro, and then Georgia Tech be complaining every year how they can't move the ball. Like, bro, you're running fucking triple options, bro. Like, You're Georgia Tech. That's why. Sit down and shut up. The point of it is, Jesse thinks Caleb Williams has a chance to win the Heisman. Jesse's smoking crack, bro. Group consensus is a no. But, hey, we'll put a poll out. We'll see what the OU faithful have to say. It'll be something delusional <laughs> like that. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he got to do. And Jesse, if he wins the Heisman, I will buy you a full meal. I want Jared's fantasy money. Jared already is not getting his fantasy money. Bro, he's not so, getting his fantasy money. For y'all who don't understand, within our ignorant fantasy football league, we have daily arguments because have you met us? It's what we do. And the pre the the previous champion of the league, Jared, put a questionable photo. Multiple questionable questionable. Photos. Multiple questionable photos. And he has been suspended for a week. He's been suspended and do his punishment. We are not the NFL. Jerry Jones cannot come save him. We do take bribes, but Jerry don't have enough money for that. So he has been suspended for a week, and and he shall not receive his prize money if he wins, which he will not, because we're not letting that happen. Nope. And with that being said, of us suspending a fellow Ignite member, we're going to suspend this show because we have gotten to the end of it. Fellas, how does it feel? It feels good, but you know, it also doesn't feel good that Jesse's uh, smoking crack that somebody can take over halfway through the season and win Heisman's. 
Never heard that shit again. That shit before well, if it happens, life. You owe me. If it happens, I have no more faith from that point on in the Heisman Trophy. In that case, we, we need to rehaul the whole Heisman committee. I don't yeah, know who's bro, like, I don't know who's voting, but they need to be removed. Quick fast. There's no way, first. there's no way he can come in and win that shit over Bryce Young. No way. So no fucking regardless way. of that. Jesse, give the people your final thoughts. I just want to know that. By the time they hear this show, they'll know the Lakers have won and beat the uh, beat the Warriors. And LeBron had got, got a triple double, and uh, I love them. Hope they have a great have a great rest of the week at work. Bouncing, bouncing it, riding like a rodeo show. Cool. Final thoughts. Hey man, everybody, appreciate y'all for watching. One interesting fact today: Little Bow Wow has just dropped out of the Millennium Tour. Dang. What? Bow Wow? He's probably the headliner of the Millennium Tour. That's what I'm saying, man. Bow Wow dropped out of the Millennium Tour. He had to get it out of his system. But yeah, he actually did drop out of the Millennium Tour. Um, Jermaine Dupri, go ahead and fix that. And uh, Yeah. We're going to have to see. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you for listening to the one and only D180 University Podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi-live from multiple undisclosed locations whenever the hell I feel like it because I I do the editing and I have that power so like I love to say at the end of every episode learning keep loving keep living we out white hot heat nation the heat peak coming through let's go the university